Hey there, welcome back to the Poor Pearls Almanac. This is Andy, and today I have a special guest, and I'm gonna, you know, ask him how he's doing. How's the weather over there? Uh, it's pretty good. Uh, it's really warm. It's like 60s. Uh, it's been raining a little bit, but yeah, it's been nice to have some warm weather despite it being, uh, you know, high 20s, low 20s down here in Mississippi. Yeah, so uh, could you introduce yourself uh, now that you're now that we know you're nice and warm versus us in the frigid cold? <laughs> yeah, um, so I go by M and I'm uh, a part of the group Lobelia Commons, which is like uh, something of like an amorphous group that's based in New Orleans, Louisiana. Um, and I've been a participant in that network for since it started um, at the beginning of the pandemic, so a couple of years now. Um, and particularly, I design and lay out the uh, uh, Earthbound Farmers Almanac, which is a project we've been doing for two years now and has been taking up the majority of my time for the past uh, month and a half. Yeah, it's a lot of work. Uh, I, I have a copy of the Earthbound Almanac, the last one, somewhere around here. Uh, do I have it? Can't find it right now. Uh, so yeah, it's it's an interesting concept in how it's put together. It, it's a collection of stories, how tos, uh, very almanac type stuff in terms of seasonality and things to be aware of during the season, politics, decolonization. It, it's a really interesting collection of stuff that I think for us here at the Port Poles Almanac really reflects a lot of the the values and the uh, areas that we kind of dip our toes into. So I, I want to ask a little bit, you know, how how has this been created? Is it just like an open forum for folks to propose content? Or is it uh, you have a vision of like, there's X amount of this content, X amount of this content? Uh, is there any real formula to that? Um, you know, maybe there could be more of a formula. And I think it's happening fairly organically. So we're like, we've been kind of figuring that out as we go. Um, I think we kind of knew that if we made this form uh the stuff would kind of just appear which was true somewhat i think we thought a, a lot of certain types of content would just kind of show up um more than it actually ended up uh happening so this year there was a, a mild panic at one point when we were like wow we don't really have that much um specifically agriculture related <laughs> uh content uh but that we ended up uh, solving that really quickly. But um, yeah, so I mean, basically the structure, the structure came out of Lobelia Commons, um, which like I said before, is really amorphous and like, you know, people come and go and it waxes and wanes. So it's like, it's not really like a, an official group per se, you know, it's like whoever really shows up on a given day. Um, and so we, uh, the, the, the more, I think maybe the Almanac crew is like a, maybe a more um, rigid group of people just because uh, in, in terms of like accountability, getting the thing published, it requires some kind of um, light structure. Um, sure. So, yeah, we basically, we're, you know, we want X amount of how-tos, X amount of recipes, X amount of... Um, you know, historical dates and especially this being our second year, we had the experience of last year of being like, well, we had all these ideas, 
and some didn't happen or some didn't work out. So like, how do we kind of troubleshoot from there? And it's super haphazard and like, um, really slapdash a lot of the times, but, um, yeah, I think, I think it worked out really well this year. Um, I think there's definitely some organizational stuff that we're going to have to continue to work on in terms of like redundancy and like repeating work that doesn't need to be uh, repeated and so on and so forth. But um, yeah, getting, we've been getting a diverse um, variety of, of content and, and hope in, in the future to continue to, to, to push that, to get from a variety of sources, a variety of, um, you know, backgrounds, different perspectives and stuff. Yeah, I, I think like uh, reading it, I won't even say reading, I'll, I'll back up a little bit. In thinking of when I saw your uh, request for uh, various types of writing, even somebody, you know, I have this podcast, I think I, I'm fairly knowledgeable about what I'm talking about. I'm not perfect, but I, I, I feel like I know a decent amount. The idea of writing and presenting as like an arbiter of fact can be really intimidating. Once it's once it's on paper, there's no turning back, so to speak. And I th- I think that fear of not being perfect is a hindrance in getting voices that should be uh, platformed to feel comfortable in doing that. And I think I think some of that organizational structure that you guys have right now lends itself to allowing people to feel more comfortable with that process of I I'm just as qualified. Whereas you know in a a, a traditional like book or collection or something there might be a lot of intimidation of like the authority of the the editors or whoever it might be that are involved with this project. So I think that's really cool. And it's something I really appreciate. And I was able to look at it and feel as though it was more camaraderie than didactic, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> yeah. So I, I think that's really cool and an interesting way to present the, the information, especially when it's paired with more of the, I don't want to say abstract, but more of the like, flowery side of like creative writing and uh more of the philosophical conversations that take place within the the collection so i know you guys are just wrapped up for the upcoming book that you're releasing could you tell me a little bit about when that's going to be coming out or uh, how people can get it if they're interested yeah so um hopefully should the funds all hit the bank account at the you know the the perfect time today it we should be starting the the printing process which involves then going on to pre-press and stuff like this but um uh hopefully it should be middle of february it should be completely printed um there there currently is pre-orders on emergentgoods.com um yeah emergent goods does um all of our like individual sales which is uh really super super helpful i big shout out to emergent goods for doing that for us because uh yeah it's 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 hard enough uh putting it out there then doing the distribution um we get lots of like instagram messages of how do we get it and stuff and we were doing it like that for a little bit and it was just it was uh really difficult um so yeah if individual orders can go through emergentgoods.com and we I mean, a big, big reason why we have done this is to like meet people and, and start making some connections and just like making friends and, and finding buddies either, whether or not you're like, we're specifically located in the the Gulf South, but 
whether or not you're in this region or from afar, um, I think it relates. And uh, so we've been sending like, you know, we'll send 20, 40 copies, something like that, based on however many uh, a group thinks they can distribute. And if they want to distribute it and if they want to kick us some money, that's fine because it's just going back into the printing. But uh, a lot of times people have just been using the money for fundraisers for their own, like if it's like, I don't know, there's like, um, you know, a food sovereignty project, indigenous food sovereignty project, or like, um, you know, some kind of like neighborhood effort, you know, like what whatever the thing is, um, it, it, we're, we're totally psyched that people can use it for that purpose. And that's why we try to do the individual sales to be able to fund that side of it. Um, so yeah, emerging goods, or you can reach out to us, uh, on like Twitter, Instagram, or, or at our email, um, about distroing it. That's awesome. It never occurred to me that you could, I guess, like pass on the leverage of your, your market to help other organizations in that way. But that's a really cool concept. And I totally get the, the overwhelmingness of dealing with sales because we sell like stickers and patches and stuff through like Instagram. And it's just like, yeah, even with our small, yeah, <laughs> the amount that we're selling, it's just like insane. And I just, every time we get a new sticker, it's like a love hate relationship because I'm like, people are going to really like these. It's usually based on something people have like reached out to us about, or we've brought up on the podcast. And then like in two hours, I'll get like 75 orders. And I'm just like, I am not a sales department. I am a, person in my kitchen so so yeah that that's uh awesome they've found some folks that are willing to work with you guys and i i do think it's really cool how you're leveraging the the brand and the marketing that you've developed alongside some of these other projects so you've got this book coming out and it's full of really great content i don't want to put you on the spot but like is there anything in particular about this copy that you're you're excited about um yeah i mean I, i'm I'm really excited about the editorial note. Um, uh, it was written by a friend, it, like really quickly. You know, one of the people who who's in our our kind of like heavy scare quotes collective. Um, and it was written really um, quickly uh, after experiencing uh, like wildfire. And uh, I think after having had the year we had with like Ida and um yeah I, just, I mean i think everyone knows the story, the story it's uh you know what we have called climate weirding uh the I, I it just really captured it i remember reading it on i think it was new year's day or new year's the day after new year's or something like that um i remember reading it aloud and um the my my friend and i who were reading it we were just like really shook by it. So I'm, I'm very excited about that. Um, but there's a lot of really good stuff in there. There's, um, we have some correspondence uh, with a um, feminist collective in uh, the Mapuche struggle down in so-called Chile. And that's a great, a great piece. We're super excited to um, be able to include that. Um, we have a, a piece on like traditional indigenous apprenticeship and like how that connects to like immortality and like patriarchy and or, or colonized patriarchy uh so it's that's like a, a really exciting piece um there's a piece about um imagining the mississippi river system without levees um 
So it's just, it's, it's a lot of stuff. And then there's like some really great plant guides that are in there, like illustrated guides about different, like cool perennial crops and um, the reference sections, like a lot beefier, the historic dates are like a lot beefier. I'm, I'm just like really jazzed about uh, how, how it came together this year. Um, and I, I think that um, it like, I think kind of like what you were saying earlier about how um you know, feeling like uh, some sort of, I don't know, sense of a, being an authority on a matter. Like none of us really feel like an authority. On we, the, the Lobelia Commons group basically officially or originally started with, you know, a bunch of people who wanted to like learn stuff together and do stuff together. I mean, none of us, I mean, we all had experience, but none of us were like experts by any means. And, um, and I think constantly having that ethos of like, you know, I, I, I'm not an expert, you know, my dad was like in insurance you know so i don't this wasn't yeah down. I, I hear that yeah it's one of those i i fully get that i'm just like i'm just a small little farmer i'm not an expert yeah uh but this this platform has just grown more than i would have ever imagined so i i fully understand that weird feeling of especially like it sounds like the book is it's not becoming more uh it's professionalizing without the 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 voice of professionalism of authority totally. and that, that comes through like the experience of having done it and the knowledge of how to do it and not transitioning that into the way the information is being presented yeah um so so yeah i i think it's a cool idea i i love what you guys are doing with it um i was super excited to hear that there's another one coming out and uh i'm just glad to uh do my part and try to get get folks to hear about what you guys are doing because it's really important and i think there's a lot for folks to take away from the work you're doing definitely yeah and, and i mean yeah we're gonna try and work on it next year during the summer like this past year we had like submissions were due i think at like the end of october and at least down here in the, the you know deep south is um this is this is my busiest time of the year um you know January, February is not when I want to be inside working on, uh, on design. <laughs> so we're going to switch it up and, and do it in the summer next year. That way it should be like totally out for like the calendar year. Um, which I think it's kind of funny that we've been making these almanacs and like releasing it like way late into the calendar year, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so people should definitely reach out, um, with ideas and, and again, to really, fly in the face of professionals i mean we got some uh submissions on like literally like in signal messages and stuff like not saying that <laughs> not saying that we want all of our submissions to come through like that but very seriously like you don't have to have some kind of like degree or anything you know like um just yeah feel feel open i mean worst case scenario is like we just like um whatever can't can't include it or something but we'll we'll try and respond and yeah at least be like buds or something so uh yeah and that that deadline i think is july 31st of this year so uh so it's kind of coming up yeah it sneaks up quick <laughs> so what's the uh the social media handle for the the is there one specifically for the almanac no the, the everything goes through um the at phobelia commons um okay yeah for instagram and uh twitter um and god uh, Thank God that there's only one uh, social media handle. <laughs> no, I, I hear you. It, it, 
takes a lot of time somehow and you're like why am i wasting all my time like on this stupid thing that i hate yeah we just we and, just stopped doing yeah. it for months at a time because it's, it's just probably a good much. life decision <laughs> um thanks so much for taking 15 minutes to chat with us yeah. uh, i'm gonna plug it one more time go check out lobelia commons the earthbound almanac uh, it's a great resource, very cool, interesting content in a, a format you've probably never really seen it in. So uh, thanks again. This has been great. Appreciate it.